The Forum at 8 with Kolani Gwala. Nine and a half after eight. Good morning. Welcome to the Forum at 8 here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Well, there are calls now for an emergency parliamentary hearing that will deal with the leadership crisis at the SABC. The Support Public Broadcasting Coalition and the South African National Editors Forum say Parliament will need to intervene in this issue as a matter of urgency. And the plea coming after news that SABC board chairperson Ben Gubane and his deputy Tamika Plaiki have resigned from their positions. So this morning we would like to talk about the state of affairs at the SABC and also what needs to be done. And we would like you to weigh in as a taxpayer, as some, of course, people who pay the, the license fees and so on, people who have an interest in what is happening at the SABC. Here are the contact details for you. You can send me a text message this morning at 34701, 34701, uh, email at guala at We'll be taking calls as well a little later on, on 891 but let's start here. Um, we had uh, been promised that the Minister of Communications, Minister Dinapule, will be with us this morning to talk about uh, what is going on. Until very late last night when we received a message, and I'm going to quote a little bit of that message. It says, uh, the Minister is no longer in a position to do the interview tomorrow. The engagements with Dr. Ngubane and Mr. Kaplaiki have not been concluded. We expect them to be concluded later this week. The Minister has undertaken to do the interview as soon as this matter has been settled. So that's that then And of course we take the minister at her word here That she will be doing this interview with us As soon as uh, all these matters are settled A little later on this week But we do have other guests that will talk on this matter Who are more than capable to deal with this matter Let me start here in the studio with me I'm joined by Kate Skinner She is with the SOS uh, She's the coordinator of the Support Broad- Public Broadcasting Coalition Kate, nice seeing you, good morning Good morning. Thank you very much for your time. On the other line, then, I have Mr. Eric Koloane. And Mr. Eric Koloane is the chairman of the Communications Portfolio Committee. Uh, very good morning to you, Mr. Koloane. Uh, good morning. Good morning to you and listeners at home. Thank you very much. Well, I'm going to pick up on the call that's been made by these organizations, including uh, Kate Skinner's organization and the South African National Editors Forum. They're saying Parliament must take up this matter. What are you doing about that, Mr. Koloane? And we will. How? Um, we, will, we will be calling uh, the SAPC board um, uh, with the minister, who is also a shareholder, uh, to come and uh, present to us in Parliament in terms of what has been happening, so that we are in a better position to take a decision on the matter. But however, one other factor is that uh, once we are in a process of do that, the issue of resignation came in, which now we must also wait for the president to finalize the resignation, whether you accept or reject them and so on, hmm. which either way, uh, we're still going to have to call the, those, the board to come to Parliament to account on what has been happening. All right. You, we'll come back to some of those issues, but Ms. Skinner, uh, why would you want Parliament to be involved? Well, I think Parliament is incredibly important. I mean, Parliament is basically the representatives of us, the citizens of South Africa. And the SEPC is our public broadcaster. It's a public broadcaster, not a state broadcaster. And Parliament, therefore, has an incredibly important role to hold the SEPC to account. And therefore, I mean, we understand why the Minister is getting involved, because obviously it's a crisis. But ideally what you're wanting is 
Parliament to play this very serious leadership role, and and looking at at, at, at a way forward and, and resolution. So so our sense is the quicker that Parliament can hold its hearing, and get to the root of of um, the problems, and look at some immediate solutions, but also look at some more long term solutions. We think that will be the better. So, so it's because it's a public broadcaster that Parliament is just so essential. But you, you talk about long-term and short-term solutions, and let's talk a little bit about where this problem comes from. I mean, it's gone through, to be honest, three ministers in the past couple of years since 2009, and this problem has has been there. The problem of uh, the board, the problem of management, leadership, and so on, has been there for a very long time. No, you're completely right, and and I think that this is why it's so essential that Parliament looks at the resignation letters of all the different board members, because what you'll see is that there are some very um, similar things that these board members have, have have actually highlighted in terms of why they've resigned. And one of the things. Are you privy to those things? I, yes. Do you know what what do they say? Okay, let me tell you. Mm. I mean, the thing is that we we put in a PIA request, so we put in a, um, an access to information request to get those letters, and we've been asking Parliament to actually table those letters and, and, and deal with them. And, and I must say that, that um, um, Mr. Khulwani has, has said that he will. He, he will. So that, that's wonderful news. But basically, if you look at those letters, they state two things. One is that there has been serious corporate governance breaches, and those haven't been dealt with. And some of those breaches are around particular individuals on the board operating individually rather than as a collective. And that has created a whole lot of instabilities. The other thing that they've talked about is um, the issue of ministerial interference. And they've basically said that in terms of the um, appointment of the executives, such as the, the um, CEO, um, there, there has been um, input from the minister which has created confusion. Now, of course, there's a problem there because the Act, the Broadcasting Act, is silent on how those executives should, in fact, be appointed. Are they specifically talking about one minister, or are they talking Talk about, about Ministers Pueyanda, talking about yeah. Minister Roy Parayachi, talking about Minister Dinali? Well, look, the, the interesting thing, of course, is that we've gone through um, uh, various ministers. But I think, I think the thing that they're saying is that um, it hasn't been helpful, particularly around the appointment of the CEO, for, for the minister to, to get involved. Um, and so, so, again, what, we've, we, what we're seeing is that crises, but isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that as per the Articles of Association that the well, minister must is, be? It is, but, 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 but what people are saying is that, in fact, um, those Articles of Association, given the fact that it's a public broadcaster, are actually unconstitutional. That, that what you're needing to do is to ensure that the Broadcasting Act states very clearly that the non-executive members of the board, which are the people that are appointed by Parliament and the President, should appoint the CEO, CFO, and CO without any input from anybody else. They're the ones that need to hold those three accountable. They, and, and, and so we wouldn't have any confusion around the COO post if that was the case. We wouldn't have had um, kind of various internal fights around appointments of the CEO if we had just been absolutely clear and the act had been absolutely clear. The non-executives appoint the executives. They're the ones that hold them to account. And I think that those are some of the 
structural issues that we need to solve. And we would love Parliament to pass a resolution and to, to ensure that the, that the act right. is changed. Let's bring in the, the chairperson then on those particular issues. Are you aware of the trend that, that emerges from the resignations of, uh, of uh, the, the previous uh, board members? Um, we, we, we are aware uh, because uh, we've seen the letters and where those members have indicated why they've resigned. But I must explain that the process as it currently stands is that the board members are resigning to the, pre- to, to the president, to the minister of communication. So those resignations does not necessarily come directly to parliament. Um, they resign directly to the president. Then the president will then inform parliament that uh, Mr. Sorenso has resigned, and then we are required then as parliament to fill uh, the, those uh, gaps which have so, so you have no access to the reasons. No, no, the, 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 we can have the access to the reason, but the, the process does not. The president does not resign direct to us as parliament. Resign to the president, then the president will look into the reason accept or reject. By the time it comes to Parliament, at that time it's when we are informed that the person has resigned, then we must start the process of filling the position or the gap which has opened sure. the result of the So we are not the people of the first instance to receive the resignation. That's why it's difficult because at the time when you want to probe what might be the reasons already, the train has already gone. Because yeah, but, but as you heard from Ms. Skinner, the, 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 the resignation letters are now a matter of public record. Yes, they, they are a matter of public record. We've seen it. We've looked into it. And as a matter of fact, the committee also has a bite on it. When we discuss the matter as a committee, we then say part of the issues now is what I'm raising, that the current setup does not allow us to receive those letters in the first instance to talk to them before the resignation is accepted or rejected. Do you so concur, though, with the conclusion made by Ms. Skinner that the trend seems to be that, one, there's serious corporate governance, uh, there are serious corporate governance breaches, and also there's this issue of ministerial interference. Do you concur with those two conclusions? Uh, you, you see, th- those conclusions is what the individual members have cited on their letter. It's not like it's been the research and then concluded on that. It's what, if I resign as a person, I say there's a ministerial interference. But remember that the minister has never been given an opportunity to respond. What does that mean? But so it also may mean, it, sorry to inter- interrupt you, because it may also mean that if they, if they appear in all of these resignation letters, if they become a trend, then surely there's something for Parliament to look at. No, no, it's only one of those letters which have cited the minister interference. Oh, is it only one, Ms. Skinner? Yes. The other letters, what they've cited at was the issue of corporate governance, but only one uh, which has cited the ministerial uh, interference as well. So I would think that it's also going to be fair for the minister if there's that such a, a reference that the minister need to respond on that, because it will be wrong to conclude on that personal, the individual person who says so. Okay, so there's only one that says uh, the minister has interfered. Well, look, the issue is that that was a particular point where the CEO was, where they were 
looking for for a new uh, CEO and going through the process. So it was particularly pertinent that the particular member said that that there was ministerial inter- interference because it was that key moment when when they were looking for 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 the new CEO and saying that there was it was interference. So I think that it was key because of that. The other thing to talk about is absolutely as the honourable member Kholomani is saying the the issue about the corporate governance and I think that we, we it's very very important to talk talk also about that because he, he, um, uh, Mr. Juan is absolutely correct that if you look across those letters it is an absolute trend around around that. But what does that mean? Just explain this corporate governance well, breach. No, you, 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 it's such a good question because because the problem has been that what what people have cited is that you have had certain members of the board that haven't operated as as part of the collective and another point where there was a huge crisis at the SABC was around the appointment of a head of news and in fact the chair operated as an individual rather than as a collective in terms of making that appointment and all the board members stood up and said this is a problem now unfortunately parliament didn't immediately deal with that crisis now this was when the new board had just come in the 2010 board had just come in they were fresh they were new we had such hope that they were going to do something good and then this crisis arose and I just think it was incredibly unfortunate that Parliament didn't immediately when all the board members said look this is unacceptable that the chair is making this appointment on Mm. his own Is that a fair observation uh, uh, Mr. Kolwane that you you let this simmer that you allowed this tension to simmer No, no, no the problem is that when when, when, let's say for argument's sake the the chairperson acted in that manner and you go to a board meeting, a board meeting uh, accept that, then it becomes a board decision. Now, now you don't have a situation where the board voted against that. So what happens is that in a process before a board meeting, that, that, that is happening, then the, the, the finally the matter comes before the board, and the board discusses the matter and finally accepts that. Hmm. Now what you have to have, you might have a person who might have acted outside, but the board has condoned that hmm. by accepting that as much as that has happened, but now it's our decision. Because right. So, so at the end of the day, there's a, there's a board resolution ultimately yes, that comes out. Matter. You, so you disagree. You can no longer individualize it. So it's unlike that the board is divided on the matter. They could not resolve the chairperson on his own state, whether you like it or not, I'm going to appoint. No, 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 no. At a later point, they condone the decision and accept it. Then it became the policy. Is, is, that, what, is that your experience, Ms. Skinner? Okay. okay. My understanding is slightly different. My understanding is that it was very clear um, at a particular point, and a press statement was in fact uh, drafted and issued that stated... Um, you know, all all the board members except for the chair were saying that that um, they felt that the the appointment of this head of news post had been done right. in a way which was because not correct. I would like you to do that. Please please refer to specific incidents, specific examples of where sure. there would have been these uh, differences and breaches of corporate yeah. government. So it was specifically in 2010 around the appointment of the head of news, and 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 the thing is that that four board members actually resigned at that point, um, and I just think that they. Might might not have if Parliament had immediately intervened. Um, so, look, I mean, that is in the past, but I'm just saying that we're now at another moment, mm. a very, very critical so, so when moment. they resigned, they were accusing the chairperson of the board. 
they, they were accusing the chairperson of the board of making a unilateral appointment around the head of news. And they saw the appointment of the head of news at an absolutely critical post, which it is. And they basically stated that, that they felt that that was – and if you, look at, if you look at the Broadcasting Act and the Articles of Association, etc., it's absolutely clear that the board cannot take that kind of decision on his own. And that the chairperson cannot? No, the chairperson should can't. be a no, board no, no, it decision. is a board decision. And I think that – I mean, I think that – that um, Mr. Eric Hawani is absolutely correct that then things simmered then, then board members um, resigned and in the end because there was no way forward the board said okay we have to um, um, basically state that, that we are now in agreement with, with the appointment of a head of news but your contention is that but, that should but have at the moment when the alarm when bells it, it, alarm bells alarm bells it should, have, it should have made that parliament immediately because parliament is our voice as a public sure. was there any other incident afterwards well, look, that was an look. I think the thing is also, I mean, just around the resignation letters, and I again, I absolutely hear what 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 Mr. Mr. Khawani is saying that the resignation letters don't come immediately to Parliament. He's completely correct on that. But the fact is that they eventually should come to Parliament, and we managed to get all of those letters. And so again, it's alarm bells. I mean, the board member Patricia Makesha, before these last two. Resigned. We haven't got her her resignation letter. Parliament must make sure that that resignation letter is tabled, and the issues that she raises are immediately raised. So I think that every time a board member resigns, Parliament must think, "Wow, what is going on here?" Particularly when you've got so many people resigning. And so I think it isn't an excuse to say, "Well, it comes via via." Yes, it does. But still, you as Parliament must make sure that you have a proper investigation of what is going on. On because it's showing that there are some serious problems. Right. Uh, uh, Mr. Chairman? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I don't dispute that, but the first problem is that I was explaining how the process is unfold. Yeah. And part of what she was speaking about original to say part of the weaknesses is that as we amend the legislation and, and deal with the policy, reviewing the policy of broadcasting, those issues need to be factored in. But as things stand now, sometimes they've got its own constraints. Because uh, when I investigated that time, Koran, the reality is that the person has resigned, the president has accepted, the person is out already. So, so, so you are dealing with a post issue. Uh, we are not preventing that to happen and so on. But uh, we take the point that uh, uh, we, 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 we should from time to time look in terms of those issues. Those resignations. But, but, but as the process stands now, uh, is that uh, they resign from the president. The only time parliament comes in is when we are told the president has resigned right. now at the process. I, I want to move a little bit forward on this issue and then say parliament has a responsibility to, to, to call the minister and say, Minister, uh, this is what is happening at the SABC. We're hearing one of the letters says uh, there is interference coming from the minister's office, but also we're hearing that there are breaches of uh, corporate governance. Minister, what is happening? If not the minister, the, 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 the uh, parliament has a responsibility to call the executives to say the executives at the SABC, this is the information we are receiving, what is happening. Have you done any of that? Um, uh, indeed, in this case, uh, which we are in now, um, part of the reason why we have not yet called the, 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 the SAPC board to parliament is because we said the minister as the shareholder have to deal with some of these issues and then come and report to us in parliament with the SAPC board in terms of uh, what exactly has happened and what proper action or what are her recommendations or findings on this matter. 
so that as Parliament then we take the process from there moving forward. So indeed, uh, is this correct? We can call the minister to come to Parliament as we are going to do in particular in this instance, uh, so that she's able to come and say what is her role, what is the, her role which she has played as a shareholder, because you must remember that uh, uh, the minister has got a critical role. Uh, the article of association is between the SABC and the minister. Um, uh, 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 there's that shareholding, shareholder impact, which is fine between the minister and the SABC board in terms of what they are going to achieve in that particular year and so on. So the minister is a critical player also uh, in this whole uh, uh, thing and so on. Sure. So, so we will call the minister to and come and, and, and account. But let me ask you this about the resignations then reported yesterday. What is your sense of what is happening now with the board? Is it still functional or completely dysfunctional? Um, the, the board, in terms of uh, if the president probably accepted the two uh, resignations, what they are going to have are going to have nine boards remaining because only three are not going to be there. We have the resignation for Dr. Makesha, which we are in a process to, to deal with the a replacement of that, then is this too. So you'll have nine board members every remaining. So they still can form a quorum and they can be able to operate. The only thing is that if the president accepts the resignation, someone must be appointed to be the acting chairperson or a chairperson so that because the act requires that for the board to meet, okay. the chairperson or the deputy must be there. So they can still continue to operate uh, as a board, but uh, for us as a committee to take an informed decision based on what they are going to present before us. All right. I, there, are, there are a couple of callers already on the line. Zwandile, Gift, Mike, and I've also got a, a couple of emails. Maybe let me just give you a sense of what people are saying on emails. Uh, Opa Tasanyan and Sabokeng says, even if they denied 10 million times and undermine our intelligence, but SABC board is a political deployment that usually goes along the lines uh, gone wrong, is there to serve ruling class period. That's Opa Tasanyan on email. Uh, I'm just trying to close this and open this other one. Uh, in SABC, we have a crisis of people who do not understand their mandate of transformation. Once we have chairperson who lacks uh, the lead to lead his board, you have a serious crisis. You need people who understand their mandate, as Dr. Vincent Mapai did during his tenure. What is happening in SABC radio stations, most have become the private entities of certain politicians, which compromises journalism. Again, who said the roots show in SABC 1 must be centered around Umzulu from Ukose FM? That's Mbusi on, on email. Right, uh, emails coming through at gualax at sabc.co.za. I'll be reading them out for you in a minute. Remember my guest on the program at this time, Kate Skinner, who is the coordinator of SOS, talking about support public broadcasting coalition, but also joined on the other line by Mr. Eric Kolwane. He's the chairman of Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Communications. They will take your thoughts on 0891-104208. But let's get your updates first. We'll start with the news from Vabakshni Chit. The Forum at 8 with Kolani Guala. And this morning, discussing the state of affairs at the SABC, of course, that comes on the back of the resignations of the SABC board chairperson Ben Gumane and his deputy Tamika Blaiki. Uh, and we're talking this morning to Kate Skinner uh, of Support Public Broadcasting Coalition, SOS coordinator there, as well as Eric Colwane, who was the chairman of the Communications Portfolio Committee. Uh, we're taking your thoughts then on 0891104208. Let me read maybe one email, then take calls. Um, there's one from Johnny Musa who says, It really is unfortunate what is happening at the SABC now. See, CEO after CEO, chairman after chairman, board after board, golden handshake after golden handshake. It is now unacceptable and it is unsustainable in my view. The president needs to appoint people from the broadcasting sector and free from politics. That's Johnny Musa. Right, let's go to the lines then. Mzwandi, you first. Good morning. 
Hello. Hi, welcome, Zambila. Go ahead, please. Yes. No, Colonel, you see, my take is that the ANC-K deployment policy has been seen by everyone. Now you can see with the resignation of Dr. Ben Ngubane and the uh, Tamita Black, you will not necessarily come from the ANC, that uh, it would say that uh, that's not where the problem is. But I think specifically on the issue for me uh, is, is that the... The, this resignation, whether these two, two members are gone or not, we'll still watch the news on time. Uh, I don't think there's anything that is going to be stabilized at the SAPC. Okay. What is needed there is the entire overhaul of the board so that you get an administrator to fix these endemics that are there in the institution because it would appear that they more into this problem because we've seen both in uh, leadership out uh, from time. So I the minister will have to intervene now and ensure that decisively um, uh, you, you, you bring an administrator who's going to study what is going on there before put a new port into place, which is going to have an interest of a public broadcaster in place. Thank you very much. And administrator says Mzwande Thank you. Gift Nel- uh, Nelson Mandela Bay. Good morning, Gift. Morning, Colani, and Hi. morning to your guests. Hi. Look, Colani, I think in a minute, first and foremost, Colani, is the fact that during the Coresa talks, we strongly argued for the transformation of the SAPC into a public rather than a state broadcaster, Colani. Yeah. Secondly, we wanted the public to shape and determine the character of public institutions serving it, and hence our insistence on a transparent public process to nominate, to nominate board members. But I must say, Colani, that the board and its news division has become a captive to a faction. Lastly, Colani, I think this board must go. I think in constituting the new SABC board, Colani, Parliament has to ensure that it gets rid of all those who use their position as opportunities for rent-seeking, using their position to acquire tenders and seeing them as employment opportunities. Lastly, Colani, the SABC requires a board made up of representatives able to rise above dependency yeah. on the omulence they derive from this position if they are to perform that duties diligently and in the public interest. Right. And in short, in short, Colani, creation of spaces for parasitic dependence on board emolument severely compromises the goals of a public and state-owned enterprises. Mm, all right, a lot of allegations there made by Gift uh, in Nelson Mandela Bay. Thank you. Uh, Mike is in Newlands. Hello, Mike. Oh, hello, Scalani. Thanks so much. I must say, Gift's on, on the nail, on the button. I, I simply say, where do these letters go? They go to our Supreme Commander of the Country, President Zuma. He himself is in defying, defying the Supreme Court of Appeals by not obeying a court order. He spoke from an Let's talk about, about the SABC, case. please, Mike. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's talk about the SABC. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, what, what I just want to say is this, we're, how, how are we dealing with this thing here? You know, as long as corruption continues to roll out of control, uh, Scalani, uh, the SABC is going to continue to be a propaganda machine for the, for the ANC. They didn't let this go. We're going to have to put up a hell of a fight to get it back. I look at Siki Mgabadeli, who left under a cloud. In fact, she left so quickly, uh, Scalani, that her website didn't come down for ages. There's so much intervention taking place, and we've really got to root that out. And I would say to have a situation where we've got the, the CO, who does not even have a matric, he's in charge of billions, is absolutely crazy. And I think the lady you've got in the program is absolutely spot on. We need us listeners and regular listeners such as myself who are keenly supportive of SABC. And we think we have the best presenters in the country. And I really mean that. I think that the listeners have got to get together and support the call screeners, the presenters, the producers of, of SABC. And we've got to show the ANC that this is not their radio station. Okay. It belongs to all of us. All right, Mark and Newlands, uh, KG in Bloom. Hello, KG. Yes, morning everyone. Thank you Hi. very much for the support. You're most welcome. Yeah, first and foremost, I must say, honestly speaking, I'm I'm I'm, I'm really ashamed and, and 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 embarrassed that we are in this situation because it it is, it is continuing this pattern that uh, whatever we touch as Africans, we we we, we taint 
we, 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 you know, we, we have a tendency to corrupt and to, to do. You know, to make sure whatever we, we, we get hold of, to make dirty, because of our uh, habit, not to have principles. Yes. Not to have but, a, but is that a fact? Aren't you generalizing a little bit, KJ? No, but if you check all these uh, state-owned enterprises, the sky is everywhere. Where you put an African church? They said that at SAA, President Maria Ramos left it very nice in text after she left the West Coast there. Yeah. The SABC now, I don't know, for, for, for donkey CS. Yeah, in, yeah, out. It's not even yeah, in, yeah, out. Month in, week in, week out. It's, 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 it's kind of that, the SABC. It's a lot of crisis. And at the end of the day, I think much of the problems are brought on by the fact that you appoint people who are hungry to important positions. When these people get on those positions, the only thing they see there is the extra runs and sense that they are able to, 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 to make from those positions. All right, now, when, when there's procedures in place, people flap those procedures because somebody has given them instructions somewhere that you make sure that the head of this position goes to this person, you understand? That is the only way you can make people uh, uh, flouting established procedures. All right, KG, 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 let me, let me ask Mr. Eric Kolwana to, to, to respond to that. Do you really agree with KG? Uh, you, you, you see, Colin, the dangerous thing is to generalize. Uh, from where I am, I'm fully aware that there are committed board members in the SAPC board. The fact that you can have few individuals decide to do things or wrong things it does not necessarily mean that all of them, they are just like that. A certain individual will probably do those things and so on. So I would think that uh, even the callers must also appreciate that uh, not everyone uh, is the same. Some of these board members are committed. They are working so hard to make sure that things are happening correctly in the SAPC. But however, some of these things are happening. So I would think that uh, probably uh, that is the, 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 the caution which probably we must take. But I must also say that uh, indeed it's true that uh, uh, the majority of the SAPC staff, including ourselves, we are keep on doing very well to make sure that the SAPC stay on and we are able to receive whatever news, the programs which we are supposed to, which we must also appreciate that uh, the role which we are playing is very important and key, despite the challenges which we are having in terms of the board and so on. But like the callers are saying, we are all concerned as they are that uh, indeed people who seem to be to want to, self, to serve themselves, not to serve the public in the SABC board, indeed they, need, they don't belong there. Hmm. They're not supposed to be there. And if people are exposed to be doing that, we are not going to hesitate in Parliament because the power to remove and so on is with us. We will do that. The only problem probably sometimes is that people make allegations, and when you want people to substantiate, then they can't do that. And then you are left with allegations, but you can, people can substantiate those things so that we are able to reach a conclusion to take decisions around those particular matters. So from where we are as a portfolio committee, I think we've demonstrated many times that where we are called upon to take decision, we are taking decision. Probably on this matter, the problem why we've delayed was that part of the problem, we wanted the shareholder, the minister, because it's not correct that the minister does not have a role to play. She does have a role to play as a shareholder, that she must be able to engage as she has done now to talk to the SAPC. She'll be meeting them again and then come to us and present a report at the appropriate time when they come and present that report, we will act as a portfolio committee. We are not going to hesitate. Okay. And we are not going to tolerate any person who seems to be 
going the opposite direction of good corporate government. All right. So I'll take more calls. I'll take more calls on 0891-104-208, Ms. Ginner. Yes, I mean, it's very interesting what the callers are saying um, and also obviously what, what Mr. Eric Kolwani is saying. So I just want to immediately respond to, to Mr. Kolwani. Mm. Um, I mean, so first of all is to say that, that he is absolutely correct. There are, of course, board members there that are doing a sterling job and that it is under unbelievably difficult circumstances. And it's very important to, to say that. It's also obviously very important to say that, wow, the journalists at SBC, I, I mean, you know, I can't believe that you guys come in every single day, keep everything going, still some incredibly good programming. So I think that, you know, it's so important in all these crises to say, well, actually, there is still a lot of good going on with the SCBC. And, you know, and that's what keeps us kind of going and saying, you know, here's our public broadcaster and it's, it's absolutely worth fighting for. But now there's one key issue I want to raise with, 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 with Mr. Kulhani mm. and for the listeners is this issue of the role of the minister. And, and Mr. Kulhani is completely correct that, of course, the minister has a very important role. But my sense is her role is different from, from, from what we've been talking about. Her role is a key policy-making role. And, in fact, some of the issues that we've been talking about here need to be fixed at the policy and legislation level. And the minister has an absolutely critical role to play there. But my sense is that it isn't her role to play this um, kind of uh, sorting out the problems and making sure that the board is, 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 is kind of operational um, and then kind of reporting to Parliament once she's done that work. It, almost like she's been the mediator and kind of the front person. For me, that's Parliament's role. And I think that would be true for what the coalition members would say because as a public broadcaster, she, she, she of course, she can, can come and report to Parliament in terms of her particular views, but she shouldn't. She shouldn't be the go-between. She's micromanaging the. Yeah, yeah. She's a- absolutely, and that is not her role. And as a public broadcaster, your the, the first port of call is Parliament. Parliament so what are the should examples be holding of this micromanagement that you're talking about. Well, for instance, I mean, there's been rumours, and I mean, who knows whether this is correct or not, that she's been talking about the COO position, and she's been saying, well, actually, I'm going to just reappoint the the the, the acting CEO. And just put him back in that place. Now, who knows whether that's correct or not? Maybe that's just not correct. But it certainly isn't her role to, to, to be involved in those kinds yeah, of things. Mr. Kolani, yeah, has the minister got the right to appoint executives at the ACBC? Let, let, let me clarify that. You, you see, the issue here, Kolani, that it's important that the public must understand the role of the minister. Like I've indicated, that in any company, you, you have a shareholder. And there's always what you call the shareholder impact between the shareholder and that particular board. So the minister role is critical because uh, as much as uh, they come and present their overarching strategic plan, and by the way, that strategic plan, even to parliament, is processed through the minister. So the minister any, is accountable uh, to a certain extent to what is happening in the SAPC. She might not be the one who finally appoints and takes decisions to remove or do that with the board. But in terms of administrative and operational day-to-day of the SAPC, she's had a role. And we cannot downplay that particular role. Well, yeah, clarify that. Because, again, as we heard from, from Ms. Guinea, she says the minister's role should be limited to policymaking and policy but, but monitoring. Unfortunately, as things stand, is not the case. Like I'm saying... The minister is signing every year a shareholder impact uh, 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 agreement with the SABC, which SABC board says 
this is what we are going to achieve and how are we going to achieve it. And as we speak, as if SAPC submit its document even to the committee or to parliament, they are submitted, including the strategic plan, via the department. Yeah. So there is that role of the minister. I hear what uh, 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 Madam Spina is saying in terms of uh, what they, they will want it to be like, but the reality is that currently there is a critical role for the minister to play. Now, when you talk about strategic, strategic role, does that involve uh, direct involvement with the appointment of executives? No, 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 no. The, the minister, as we understand the process, is that the board advertise and do all what they're supposed to do, shortlist and so on, and interview people, all the processes, and then recommend the, the, the names to the minister. After they finalize the process, the minister is supposed, not supposed to be involved in the process anyway. It's when they finalize the entire process where they then recommend to the minister, because the minister, remember, must take the CFO, COO, and the CEO appointments to be approved by cabinet. So, 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 so after that, they recommend to the minister, then the minister will then will take whatever they agreed upon into cabinet for, for approval for cabinet because finally so, those things must be approved. But let me ask you, because under this minister, a lot of appointments have been made, critical appointments, including the CEO, um, the CFO, um, uh, and of course the appointment of the acting COO. Uh, is it your knowledge, is it your information that that's what happened, that the, the, the recommendations were made by the board and then the minister only uh, got involved towards the end of the process? Exactly, that's what happened. They do the entire process, then they submit to the minister. Uh, and then the minister will take forward the particular process, of course, engaging the board and discussing whatever they can discuss. And then finally, the minister must take the process forward uh, to cabinet for approval. That's what happened to the group CEO. That's what happened to the CFO, uh, which has been uh, was appointed. And uh, it has not happened to the 84 COO because you're still having a pending court case against that position of a, a COO, and that's the reason why it has not been filled all this time of being people acting. You know, and Ms. Kinn, I'm going to come back to you and I'm going to take some calls. I'm glad you raised that issue of the pending court case around the position of the acting COO because that issue has gone through how many ministers? Maybe four ministers. It started with uh, Minister Ivy Matsepe Kasaburi. It went on to Minister Nyanda. It went on to Minister Roy Parayachi. It is now in the hands of this minister. Four ministers. Uh, Are you happy with how this, this matter has been dealt with? No, no, not at all. We are not happy because, as we understood it, the matter was that uh, uh, it was a procedural matter which was supposed to be submitted to cabinet. So the issue is we have even appealed to the current minister that can you please just do that? Uh, we, we don't need other things in between. Can you just please do what was supposed to be done so that there's finality on the matter? But why is it so difficult to do the, the, the right thing about this issue? Uh, according to the minister, indicated that in a process to do that, but you must also understand, Colin, that uh, cabinet got its own processes of uh, putting issues into the agenda of cabinet. Uh, but uh, she made an undertaking that she is indeed in a process to, 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 to deal with that process so that the matter finally goes to cabinet. Because it appears that that particular issue was at the heart of uh, uh, the, the, the current crisis with the resignations of the chairperson and the deputy. Uh, indeed, but uh, I don't think that the resignation is related to this matter uh, 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 in particular. But indeed, the minister supposed to do that process, and she made that undertaking. And it won't be fair if 
that the resignation of the two can be blamed into this process. I'm sure they've got their own issue. It's not correct. That it's but what do you mean? Because because is it not uh, about the divisions that emanated directly out of this issue? Because as, as we understand, at least from what's been written, from what's out in the public, is that there were divisions about how to deal with the, the issue of the acting COO. No, the, the, the issue, Colani, is a two separate process. The minister must analyze that process. The issue here, as I've read, because they have not come formally to parliament, is that uh, a board met and took a decision uh, to say let us release Mr. So-and-so from this position to another. Then individuals came against a board decision. And as the pressure or things have been continuing, then as a result of that, they end up being resigning because of that particular process and so on. I, I was not aware that this particular because uh, this matter is not being processed because even to this minister, to be fair, Colin, is that uh, the matter has been pending for all these ministers, as you have been saying. And uh, you don't just process things. You must also look into the things so that you understand it because if it goes to cabinet, it should be this minister who must uh, 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 also uh, brief cabinet and she has to understand exactly what to brief cabinet all about. So in all fairness, as much as we want the issue to be speed up, but uh, she needs also to understand what the issue is all about so that she can be able to... All right, Ms. Kiran is going to respond in a minute, but actually it's interesting because you're talking about the matters being uh, speeded up. Somebody says, what is missing from the committee member's contribution is a sense of urgency about the situation. Any indication of a desire to see the situation resolved as a public servant, it leaves one with very little confidence in the culture of government. Uh, of course, you, you have somebody complaining that perhaps from your contribution there, Mr. Chairman, that isn't a sense of urgency. No, indeed, there is a sense of urgency. Um, look, Colin, uh, we should have called even SABC today mm. to come to Parliament. The reality is that uh, when you are in the process of that, other issues emerges. And it won't help if you call them whilst other processes are not being finalized. You want to call them the issue of resignation came. All right. Now the president must process that first so that by the time you call them, there are no pending issues. Right. We wanted to call them yesterday they were supposed to appear before the public protest. So we've got other processes which probably the listeners are not aware of, which are going on. We should want those processes also to unfold so that by the time you call them, we've got the holistic picture. We don't want to call them and then when you ask them things, then they say, no, that we're going to respond to the public protest about that or we're still waiting for the president to take decision on this matter. So we wanted those processes to be finalized. As soon, as soon as the president today announced himself in terms of the decision, surely. Uh, looking to the program and permit, we can call it. All right, fine. The of this uh, let me take this call here because Keith Koza, who is the ANC's communications oh. manager, is called. Mr. Koza, hello. Thank you for your call. Hi, Colin. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, what's your contribution, please? Yeah, no, no, no. I just to hear one thing. One of the caller calls and start blaming the ANC. And I think we need to put the record straight here. SABC is run on the basis of legislation but it's run as a, as a company, which has a board, the, the management accounts to the board. And if there's a problem in the board in terms of discharging the responsibilities, people must not heap the blame on the agency. But secondly, it is also discouraging when somebody from SOS operates on the basis of rumors about what is happening in the SABC. Because, you know, rumors... Keith? Oh, uh, uh, it's, it's a lousy, lousy line there. Keith, are you still there? 
Okay. Uh, I've got a, about four minutes left, and if you if you may call me back, Keith, just to clarify that point, because you 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 obviously are saying that uh, Kate is is operating on the basis of rumours, and perhaps would have wanted to know exactly what what it is that you're concerned about. But let me quickly go to Mike in Randburg. Mike, hello. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Good. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Chairperson. Morning, Manu. Good morning, Miss Kena. Hello. Uh, I think now the it means the board chairperson and the deputy. Uh, uh, unfortunately, deputy is failing you in the position. Uh, I think the, the chairperson has proved that maybe he has overstayed his welcome. Therefore, it's high time that he must go. The way he had handled the whole issue, then it really indicates that there is a serious concern in terms of leadership. And, uh, and uh, as it has been alluded to the fact that even the previous board members have, or, uh, have even complained about the way he handled other issues in appointments of the, of the, of the staff members in the SABC. Hmm. Therefore, I think it's high time that we must relieve him from his duties. And as far as I know, he's also a board member elsewhere. Maybe his hands are full. Okay. Therefore, we must allow the remaining board members to continue with the job and uh, see how best you can beef up this team right. and continue. So, with Mike, it. Mike and Renbeck, thank you. Let me just read one or two uh, SMSs and get my guests to wrap up. Uh, somebody says, do we really need this well-paid board? Leave it to the journalists, producers and workers who are doing fine. Uh, Anthony in Johannesburg says, the coalition has no electoral mandate to develop and manage broadcasting policies. Only the minister has those powers. Uh, James says, appointments should be by SABC and not Zuma, or name-changed South African ANC station. Uh, Another one says, uh, um, uh, Kate represents a coalition of problematic and meddling interests which want to develop broadcasting policy without any election. Um, What is missing? Okay, I read this one about what is missing from the committee members' contribution. Uh, Board members implicated in the SIU report must be suspended with immediate effect. How can they continue to hold positions of trust if accused of dishonesty? Uh, Also, somebody says, both Ngubane and Plaki became board members only after they left IFP and PAC to join the ANC. Who says they are not ANC cadres? Constant changes with board members makes me think that they giving each other turns to scoff uh, at the trough how much money they get out when they leave that's d dr robido says why do you not interview ben gubane maybe he resigned for personal or other mundane reasons well we have certainly tried and uh, we have been promised that uh, as soon as he's able to talk he will talk just your closing remarks for me if you may uh, kate skinner Yes, I mean, I think that the most important thing to say is that the SABC is absolutely critical. It is our public broadcaster, and we must make sure that it works effectively. And so it is very heartening to hear that uh, Mr. Eric Hulwani is definitely going to have this emergency hearing and that we're going to get to the bottom of the problems. And quickly, just to say... We certainly don't, as SOS, operate on rumours. Um, I was just mentioning that there were rumours, but not taking them as gospel truth at all. Um, and also just to say very quickly that, that SOS is just one of many, many groupings that comment on the SABC. Sure. All right, uh, Mr. Chairman? Uh, let me say I would just uh, thank very much to all the SABC staff who keep uh, the, 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 the ship afloat, uh, continue to operate and making doing their work. 
Golan, we will act as Parliament as soon as uh, they came before us. We'll take decisive decision around these particular matters. But indeed, like uh, uh, Kit Koza was trying to explain that the appointment of the board is in terms of the act and is entirely to us in Parliament. And I, I can assure you that the appointment there, even there are various people there in the board who are not belong to the ANC, who have appointed those people based on their strength sure. and their experiences and so on. All right. I really got to thank you both for your time this morning. Kate Skinner, uh, SOS Coordinator, Support Public Broadcasting Coalition. Thanks indeed for your time. But also would like to thank Mr. Eric Koloane, who was the chairman of the Communications Portfolio Committee in Parliament. Thanks indeed for your time. Thank you for listening to our program. I thank you for your contribution through SMS, email and calls. We shall be back tomorrow, 6 to 9 here on AM Live. Thanks to the team. Uh, until tomorrow then, have a great day ahead. It's 9 o'clock and time for news. Cheers.